This week on the Time Blaster Toycast, we're blasting back to 1990-something and talking action figure playsets. Mountains, buildings, caves, giant spheres. Hold on a second. How is there more than one giant sphere on this list? Every hero needs a good home base, and we're going to discuss them all right after this break. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's the time blast. Time blast. Of the toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out the official Toycast YouTube channel at Time Blaster Toycast. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. The Time Blaster Toy Line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734-494-2292. We are LIVE alive and kicking here with the following podcast, which is scheduled for random selection. A 60-minute time limit is in place, and we are ready to introduce today's topic. Dolls have doll houses. Action figures have command centers, villages, military bases, castles, service buildings, and so many more. One compound word was used to sum them all up. P-L-A-Y-S-E-T. Playset, baby. Turbo is back, and nine of these will be thoroughly discussed presenting today. Ladies and gentlemen, it is nine playsets of the 1990s. And now for your hosts, they're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare figures with actions. These real-life action figure dads have their own weekly playset hideout, and we're recording from the not-so-secret layer now. They are the reigning, defending Toycast Tag Team Champions of the World at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toycast. All right, boys. Action figure playsets of the 1990s. I can't wait. Lots of plastic, lots of cardboard. Yeah, we were kind of going through the list uh, right in the intro, and I was comparing the playsets of the 80s to the 90s. And the 80s playset uh, pod that we did, like we had a space shuttle on it, and we had like uh, castles and like all these cool things. And then these 90s yeah. playsets, you if you're trying to like sum yeah. them up as to like what they are, I'm like, office building, yeah. um, sphere, the house. another sphere, <laughs> yeah. oh, somebody's home. So maybe not like as grand in scope, but they're all like super iconic and cool. And they're more realistic, grounded to earth, grounded, so to yeah, say. Yeah, the 90s was uh, a little less fantastical, a little, yeah. more, a little more real. Yeah. Let's get, you know, the streets of Gotham or uh, the Daily Bugle where Metropolis. business is taking yeah. place here. And I think with the ones we selected for today, we also didn't go with the obvious, some of the heavy hitters. Some of oh, have a 100%. couple heavy hitters, but we didn't take, it's not just stuff we've already talked about. At nauseum. Right. 100%. And we should probably get the two big dogs out of the way and give yeah. them their just due right here. Um, yeah. Because you think 1990s playsets, you're thinking Jurassic Park Command Compound. Yeah. You're thinking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Power Dome. Love the Power Dome. They're not on our list because we have talked about these things over and over and over. Um, both super iconic. Love both playsets. Yes. Obviously top five, maybe of all time, definitely of the 90s. Mm-hmm. But just go back in the archives, guys. There's pods about... Jurassic Park specifically, about mm-hmm. Power Rangers specifically. And then not that long ago, we did a, I don't remember which tournament, we did a Bodacious Bracket tournament where one of the undercard bouts was choosing between those two play yeah, sets. Yeah. And we yeah. talked about them for like 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. yeah, and, we and, said what needed to be said about those two. Yeah, and even the Power Dome itself will be talked about more 
Oh, it's for sure. Episodes yeah. in the future. Jurassic Park, I'm sure, will pop back up at some point, too, because they're so iconic in nature. So we, we, we put our thinking caps on and had to dive a little bit deeper. A little bit deeper. Some of these are, like, super obvious. You got to talk they're about. The and surface. then there's a couple where you're like, uh, excuse me, what? what? Like, yeah. <laughs> I need more backstory on this item. Right. There was one that on Dave's list where I, like, have a very – I didn't even look it up because I want to be surprised, but I have, like, a super vague memory of what it is, so – yeah, there's nine of them, boys. Do we wanna we wanna get to it? We wanna deep dive on these nine as we as we can. We Turbo's here. Yeah, Turbo's looking good Turbo's today. Good, She's yeah. ready, man. She's ready to be Sur- spun and surviving this snowy, cold, bitter cold weather. This morning specifically was so cold. I don't know what it. Oh man, it took me like ten minutes to get the ice off my windshield. Oh and yeah, it was wild. Ew. Right. Needed to rain. A couple. I mean, I guess as this comes out, it would have been like. Two weeks ago, mm-hmm. we had those like where the high was one and it was felt like negative 20 something. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. Those oh, were yeah. chilly days. The poor dogs would go outside, and after about a minute and seconds. a half, they're like, <laughs> like their little feet are frozen, and I had to go pick up That's you know, what, pick them up. And Houdini's like, I house. can't move. Yeah, it's like I felt so bad. I'm like, go out. I'm like, just run out, pee real quick, and run back in. But he's like, gotta explore. Gotta sniff. And he's gotta, gotta sniff. just wander as far away from the back door and all this, <laughs> the tundra as possible. And I'm like, you little rascal. And I gotta go pick you up. And he's fat now. He's like 25 pounds. And he's, I'm uh, fat and out of shape. And I gotta st- carry stocked him. Stocked up on the weight for the uh, for the winter, winter season. Yeah, right? he knew yeah. what was yeah. coming. He'll get his spring. He'll get his beach body back <laughs> before you know it. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, I mean, let's just. Uh, Are you ready to spin? Yeah, let's do it. Let's All see. Right. Let's see where deal, we go. Baby. Nine big dogs. Yeah. I think we landed on the one that you were referring to, <laughs> the WMAC Masters Stone Forest. That is definitely uh, the most obscure of the nine. Yeah. So I actually deferred from the Stone Forest. Oh, really? Went oh, with the did? arena playset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the arena. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pulling this, up an image because I don't even know what this the, thing looks so like. So the Stone Forest was what I was originally going with. I thought I put in the text message that I'm actually going no, with the arena Maybe I missed that. Was it an actual okay. forest, though? So the Stone Forest, just real quick, it was like, and it was an First add-on. of all, what is WMAC Masters? So it's there. The World Martial Arts Council yep. Masters was a television show. Um, I think it was 95, 96. There was two seasons of it, but it was... Like these martial artists, they were given gimmicks. Um, yeah, great. They gimmicks. all had like gimmicks, so it was kind of like American Gladiators meets pro wrestling meets meets scripted. meets like Mortal Kombat. Kinda. Yeah, it was great. I loved meets it. Mortal Kombat meets like pro total wrestling. Show, meets... Like on syndication. Yeah, yeah, I believe it was on Sunday UPN at three p.m. Yes, I believe it was after a UPN. wrestling or something. Yeah. and I don't even know if all these guys were real martial artists. No, they, I'm they sure. Just... I'm sure some of them were just straight up. Yeah, actors. they were yeah. just doing their thing. And I mean, most of them you could tell had a martial arts background. Yeah, um, but we had. I mean, I'll, I, we had characters such as the <coughs> Great Wolf. Olympus, Machine, Panther, Red mm-hmm. Dragon, Star Warrior, Superstar, Tiger Claw, Tsunami, and Turbo. They all had a gimmick. Yeah. They all looked very unique from each other. They all had their own action figures. It was like if karate fighters came to life yes. and yes. were hanging out on the set of American Gladiators and there was backstage skits with scripted dialogue. Yes. Were yeah. there actual and there was like contenders a host. or they were going like against each other? They fought against each other. Okay. Yeah, but they had like training grounds and stuff. Like the episode would hype it up. And yeah. Concepts. Really and they also had their own version of like 
Power Rangers putties were like these dudes and just yeah. black oh, really? jumpsuits would come with masks and they would like fight like putties for a few minutes where they'd fight each other. Okay, showing off their skills. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. set up for the big the big main yeah. event bout of that episode type of thing. And yeah. you know, it was maybe it would break there would be like things one of them breaking boards and I they actually had like martial arts demonstrations yeah. and Test stuff your on might. there too. Test your yeah, might. it was it was a it was a show. It was fun. Yes. I remember why I never it didn't hook me, but I remember watching episodes. Oh, I remember of watching it. it. Yeah, they, they all fought for the to get a dragon star to add to the dragon belt at the end of the season. There yes. was a champion who got the dragon belt. Oh, okay. I'm getting vague memories yeah. of these things. Right, as like, you it's almost it. so. Right. Like, think of Lucha Underground. Yeah, like many years later in pro wrestling, very similar concept in a way. Mm-hmm. Like Lucha Underground. <laughs> Kind of took from Dragon uh, WMAC. Was it Saban Master. that did it? Because Bandai made the toys. But, Do you think it was Saban that made I don't the show? Re- I don't remember if Saban's thing was at the end of the I show. I don't remember or not. either. There yeah. was I can't I can picture the company made it, but yeah, I mean the the they made toys. So of the course, toys the toys are cool, and the arena yeah. playset is sick. I the just arena playset is look sick. So the stone. So the thing with the arena playset is they had three other playsets they went on to the Mayan Temple, the Stone Forest. Oh, I can't remember the third one. I had all my research the other day. But anyways, there was three other places. They all hooked to the arena place to make it bigger. So the Stone Forest, the reason I was going to go there originally is because when I looked up WMAC Masters playsets, that was the one that I was like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that one. Somebody had it, played with it. But it was very, there wasn't a lot to it. Oh, yeah. These are called battle zones. Battle like zones. Little attachments. I'm looking at an image of it all together. That's where they like they'd go outside and fight bro, all yeah. these different. <laughs> yeah, cool. dude, you gotta collect this whole line, bro. <laughs> Attach them all together. <laughs> this looks so, cool. So the arena playset though was like, it was it was the hub. It was the granddaddy of them all, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Um, you had the steel cage, that, so you had like a pedestal in the middle, with the with the th- what it was like four walls, but they weren't a square. It was like a. What would you call that? Like almost hexagonal. Yeah, it looks like, like a half the set hexagon. of a television show. Absolutely, yeah. the, it's know, a studio. The fourth set. wall doesn't exist because you're watching it. That's where the cameras are. Yeah. So the pedestals in the middle. The two fighters can go on there, and you can like lock their foot in through through a peg, mm-hmm. and then there's like action. Sounds like spin, action. Sounds like karate fighters. Karate fighters, <laughs> yeah. very much so. That's but it. there's also this seal cage mm-hmm. and the plastic cage that comes down over them that keeps them on the pedestal to fight in. Now there's a trap door that they could escape and fight on top of the cage and they could do a lot with it. This is cool. But in the background of the set, around the walls, there's a ladder they can climb up. Mm -hmm. There's a rope they can swing off of. Then there's like the big dragon star emblem thing where they they win their stars. They they put their dragon stars on the board, almost like their championship belt that they're fighting for. This thing's an awesome, awesome play set. The toys are super cool. Um... I'm probably forgetting something on the playset, but yeah. I, I remembered the show and had to talk about it. I re- so my memory of WMAC Masters mm-hmm. is mainly these toys more than the show. Like I remember the show, but I don't remember watching it. But these toys yeah. were in KB forever. Oh, I'm sure they oh, were. Oh, yeah, super clearance, right? So it's 1996 is my memory of these things. So WWF Hasbro's are done. Mm-hmm. Jack's Bone Crunchers aren't out yet, and I'm a collector, and what do I want to collect? I'm buying uh, Bendems here yeah. and there. Yeah. I'm, like, itching for something. I'm not buying Power Rangers anymore. You know, I'm, what, I'm 14 years old in this scenario. Like, I need something to collect, man. Yeah. What am I going to collect? And I remember 
the summer '96, going to KB Toy Works in Lincoln Park, Michigan, oh, right by Joe's old house or his childhood home. Yep. And I would see these WMAC Masters figures and the battle zones, and the and it's all clearance, and it just keeps getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. And I make a decision one day. I'm like, you know what? WMAC Masters. I'm gonna collect it. I'm gonna go to Toy Works. Wow. I'm gonna buy all this stuff because it was so cheap. Yeah. If I had twenty bucks, I could have bought everything. Dang. And I saw it over and over. I'm like, you know what? This is this is the day. Get my mom to take me there. Go to buy it. It's all gone. Wow. Damn. All gone. Someone else had the same idea. Heck yeah. yeah. All gone. I never bought it. I never really saw it again. Yeah. But I, when you brought that up, I'm like, God, I can remember the summer '96. Like I was gonna buy it all because it was just so fun. And I was just itchy, man. I needed something to collect. Yeah. And then a couple months later, Bone Crunchers are out, and I never thought and about WMAC Masters ever again. Right. But you look at the toys. They're like kind of Power Ranger-ass, kind of Karate Fighter, super toyetic. The play sets are awesome. It's just like cool. Cool, man. Yeah. And now that you brought it up, man, I'm going to start looking. I, this stuff... I wonder if it's expensive. I, who even knows? Who's uh, who knows? Who's looking? The, who's keeping track of this market? Was listed on eBay for like uh, one eighty nine, I think. I could see that being like, a lot because there's so many pieces. I'm looking as we yeah, talk. Yeah, but uh, as far as the guys go, I, I mean, there was. Yeah, I don't even know what they all come with. They all had gimmicks. They or? all had accessories and stuff. Yeah, and and like they they were they were cool. I mean, they were like they just literally took like you said, GI Joe, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, Power Rangers. It more, just kind of mix it's like hey tiger claw let's come up with this guy i remember right. tiger claw the most for some reason yeah um i remember the dude with the dreads and like he was like a robotic that's a machine way. yeah he like sticks out it's in like a mind. cyborg ripoff kind of yeah i always like great wolf the native american guy yeah yeah they all had a gimmick they all, it was it was it was a fun show very cool yeah none of this stuff looking it's yeah. not cheap. Very mid nineties. The cheapest carded WMAC Masters figure you can buy right now is a hundred bucks. Wow. So maybe a little and there's bit. not really many of them. Yeah, well, no one was buying it, and now it's just you oh, gotta baby. pay there's if you want on, it. Here's a lot on eBay right now. They're you, all loose, but all of them, a whole bunch of the figures I mean, all together. Yeah. Just get a a loose lot and get the playset. Man, there you go. <laughs> I'm going to bring these home. Everyone's going to be like, who are these? What people? are these? What are these dollar toy store toys? <laughs> they, yeah, at one point, they probably were in dollar stores. They might have yeah, been. 1996, man. They couldn't give them away. Nobody wanted them. All right. We ready to spin the wheel. What a way wheel. to start. WMAC Masters. If you have your WMAC Masters stories, please share on the toy line. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure someone remembers it. Yeah. All right. We ended on the Daily Bugle. Oh, and we got this boy right in front of us. Yeah. A beautiful boxed example. Look at these colors. This is 1994 Toy Biz, um, Spider-Man the Animated Series action figure toy line, uh, an iconic toy line from the 90s. So many figures that everyone remembers. Lots of vehicles and play. There's actually lots of play sets from this toy line, not just this one. But to me, Daily Bugle is the top dog. It is the one. When you guys look at this packaging before you, how do you not just think 1990s, like, in every way? I right? hear the theme song in my head instantly. Yeah. It's just so iconic. This style of packaging is replicated yeah. by yeah. Hasbro now on all the uh, Marvel Legends Spider-Man figures. Yep. But just a crazy, awesome playset, and kind of similar to the arena in a way, Dave. It's a modular world of Spider-Man, so it's got certain bits and pieces of this playset that can be moved around. But just really cool, man. It's got a dumpster outside of it. It's got a little area with like some septic sludge coming out of a of a pipe nothing more 90s than a slime feature sevens 
having an interactive place that, that others can hook to with, with sludge and yeah. slime. Doc Ock's got his little area with his like giant tentacle thing that can. That's uh, probably where you're hanging out with him. Spider Man, there's a retractable little uh, string that Spider Man can go from the bottom level to the top of the Daily Bugle. Yeah, okay. Just really, really cool, man. Like the the whole look of it all. Yeah. That, like. I don't know. Is it orange? It's like a orangishy yellow look. Really bright colors. I mean, when you go to Universal Studios Florida, which I will be doing very soon That's in the next few like. weeks, we're going. Um, there's this whole area of Marvel that looks like this playset. Yeah. And when you're dropped in there, I feel like I'm like, man, I'm a I'm a Spider-Man action figure from 1994, and I'm in the Daily Bugle. This right. Is, this is it. It's just uh, really awesome stuff. Do you guys have anything like this as a kid? I didn't have it, but I remember seeing it on shelves. Yeah, like all the time. No, yeah, I same. I saw the Spider-Man stuff. Every the Spider-Man animated series was always on. I was definitely more into Batman the animated series and more mm-hmm. more into that. I just didn't get into Spider-Man. I still really until like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I didn't even really care for the Spider-Man movies in the early like two thousand. The Tobey Maguire boys or the Andrew Garfield ones. But oh, I, really, I, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies like that first Tobey Maguire movie just man I love. Aside from exploding, Macho Man, Savage, I just hate yeah. Tobey Maguire and I hated him then and I couldn't. Get <laughs> he wasn't past believable that. for you. I could not you. get past that. You like him less now. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I just just not a fan of him. So him being Spider-Man turned me off. But I mean, great soundtracks. Oh Macho yeah, Man Ray Savage is great in it. Bruce Campbell's mm-hmm. great in it. I love Sam Raimi's work. Everything about the movie I wanted to like. I just couldn't get past Tobey Maguire. But nonetheless, um, I do like the kid Tom Holland plays Spider Man. I like. Oh, him he's great. The Spider Man, but yeah, the toys, the action figures of Spider Man were always cool. I just for some reason just couldn't get into them. Right. I used to watch the show all the time, but like you said, I had all the Batman toys. Yeah. I just wasn't buying Spider Man toys. Yeah. This this stuff you think of not you think mid nineties toy store you think of KB or Toys R Us. Yeah. And it's gonna be this type of stuff. It's gonna mm-hmm. be Spider Man the animated series, Batman the animated series. Turtles is kind of on a descent yep. when this stuff's hitting. Um, Marvel Toy Biz products, like the X-Men stuff, Yeah, this stuff. Iron Man had his own line of action figures. Fantastic Four had its own line of action figures. It was just dominating toy stores. And this playset is just one of the most iconic ones from Toy Biz at that time. You know, like I just said, X Men. We were trying. We were thinking of X Men playsets, and there's a few, but there's no X Men playset that's like as big and as encompassing as this. Right. Like you can you can get some stuff done with the Daily Bugle. You oh, can you got your, hours of play. Your here. turtles can roll up in the party wagon and like oh, fly yeah. on the streets of right. The Daily it's Bugle the same city. Set. Why yeah. not? So yeah, yeah super cool and iconic stuff. I love it, but. I think I've said enough about the Daily Bugle Boys. That's uh, very iconic. I like the price tag on it. Originally thirty nine ninety nine, marked down to nineteen ninety nine. Dang, that's half off. What a deal, man! They were just yeah. trying to clear space in the they aisle. They were. Does it? What is it? KB? I don't, I don't even know what that's. That's a big lots. Is it big lots? That's a big lots tag. Oh, cool. That's even cooler. What year was this? Ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. That Toy Biz ninety four was cranking them out. They were cranking out so much product, like just nonstop. But yeah, let's go. Let's go. We got Daily Bugle, baby. Imagine if the Daily Bugle was next door to the WMAC Masters Arena. Oh my gosh. You'd just now playing. you're talking. You'd be playing for like eight hours. <laughs> Spider Man would win that championship. <laughs> he would. All right, we landed on the American Gladiators Atlasphere <laughs> playset. Something American we've never. Gladiators theme here. Right. Something we've never talked about. Or have we? Have we talked about the playsets before? Uh, I, I don't could think talk so. about American Gladiators all day long. Baby. But uh, yeah, this was Mattel, oh, yeah. 1991, and really the only objective was just like in the show, you put your little dudes in the in the sphere, 
and you had the little base, just like in the mm-hmm. show, and you had a little launcher gimmick, and you would try and get it up and to stay in the base. Yeah. Just like in the show. That was it. It came with two spheres, two platforms, and two uh, launcher things. The launcher thing is what I'm picturing, because I've had this thing loose recently, yeah. it's like a, I don't even know what you would call it, but you're- It's like a shuffleboard stick, yeah, right? It's, it's kind of like, like a, a handle flat, that you're just kind of yeah, using to push your ball thing, around. Just to give it a little, yeah, because yeah. you got to judge how hard you're going to go up onto the platform. Yeah. American Gladiator's toy line is interesting because the atmosphere and yeah. the wall and the eliminator. It's mm-hmm. like they are play sets, kind of. They're kind not, of. They, I mean, this is literally a ball. It's, it, it's right. like the size of a softball. A ball and a base. Yeah, yeah, because the American Gladiator's figures can't be more than three inches tall. Right. So this ball is like maybe four inches tall. If that, yeah. That figure goes in. It's it, not so. in scale at all, really, to the figures. It's <laughs> yeah. not as big as it should be. But yeah, to, to be in control of an atmosphere. Yeah. Stick Gemini That's in cool. that boy, or laser, or nitro, They're turbo, yeah. Just go at it. And for those that don't know, so that was the atmosphere event. It was like giant hamster balls. Yes. And like you had with the one contestant and one gladiator. Was it multiple at once? I feel like it was. It was like, two contestants, and then the gladiators would be going around trying to knock them out. It, well, it was two, 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 and two, and two. Yeah. So there yeah. would be four balls rolling around the arena, and, and they had like four. Home there's like six pods. different oh, six. pods, and yeah. then yeah, the gladiators would roll to try to knock the contestants. Away from yeah. the pedestals. Yeah, is just trying to get their get that ball. smoke to go off. <laughs> yeah, yep. ball to suppress that button in the middle yep. of the base. So this was the toy form of it, which yeah. made the gladiators toy. Mattel. Mattel. Yeah. So, which makes you wonder why Mattel never made because the figure is what that big maybe. Yeah, they could have made the arena. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> make it cardboard. Yeah, Give it to the me. The Eliminator playset. The Eliminator playset's horrible. The Eliminator in American Gladiators is like this obstacle course that would take athletes a yes. minute to two minutes to complete. Right. With like 10 different challenges along the way. Mm-hmm. Mattel's attempt at this playset it's is so like a bad. balance beam. That's why I did pick it. It's a balance beam, and then you put a Gladiator up on a pedestal, and you could like swing the bag down. Yeah. That's all it is. It's nothing, man. Uh, it's the, nothing. The Joust is a fun. The Joust is probably the best one. Yeah, it's fun. I think. From that era. Yeah. The, wall, the walls. Cool. The walls the cool. <laughs> oh boy, you know who's gonna win. Gemini was the monster on the jobs, but Malibu Gemini. Was, yeah. The Gemini American, go right for the American dome. Gladiators was such a fun show that we've talked about um, a lot, and yeah. like anyone who grew up in the eighties and nineties like we did, you like reenacted American Gladiators. Oh yeah. You oh played yes. American Gladiators with your friends and your family. Yeah. And you were the physical embodiment, like you were either the gladiator or the contender. Yeah. And you're using couch cushions and tennis balls and Nerf and so to rolled scale up it down as yes, rolled up socks to scale it down into action figure form. The the toys didn't sell well. No, like they no had clearance, and it's because it's like if you want to play American Gladiators, yeah, do you really want to play with a little itty bitty ball in a? plastic handle or do you just want to go yeah wreck your friends and tackle yeah, them right you know yeah absolutely it's kind of show that you're just going to physically yeah you want to do it act the things not necessarily play it out right yeah role play pro wrestling sets. it's mm-hmm. fun to take toys and bash them together yeah. i don't know if it's fun to take toys and like pretend you're climbing a wall we'll just go <laughs> climb a wall yeah. and pull them down and the, the, yeah, yeah like, like, you yeah. can just do all those things there are certain events where they could have had like really cool toys, like the uh, like an assault playset would have probably been pretty cool to play with. Yeah, there was an assault playset, like, kind of yeah. like a game too. Yeah, yeah. And um, but like you could also just reenact the, the assault. You That's what we did with Nerf guns. Yeah, and, yeah. But like. That's a place that they probably could have did something with. They could have did more of the eliminator. Back late, by the time this came around, though, the toys weren't being made, but the Skytrack would have been a cool playset, too. Oh, Skytrack. 
Yeah, it's just they. You can tell, like they they pumped all this stuff out at once. Yeah, like it just came out, like dumped it. Here's all this stuff. They never made a second series or made additional things. It would have made more sense to do like Eliminator playsets, like one at a time. Like, like like put out that and then put out one of the cargo net and put out one of this and you could link them all together. Yeah, even the sets that they created, like sure the Joust isn't a part of the Eliminator, but if you just took the things you already produced and yeah. made them connect in a way, just make your own you thing. As a kid could just make your own Eliminator yeah. with all these things. Kind of missed been the ball. A lot cooler than yeah. how it came out. And the figures could have had more articulation. Oh, these things are. Yeah. <laughs> they are like dollar store quality. Yeah. Tiny. I need Gemini to be able to German suplex All people the on their body. heads. It's just, yeah. Yeah. They are what they are. I, we love them because we love American Gladiators. It's just, yeah, but it's like, that time as frame. As a toy line looking back, you're like, dude, could they have cheaped out any more on this stuff? They, I mean, maybe. <laughs> All right, let's spin the wheel. It kind of goes back to when we interviewed Steph Askender, too, and how when she talked about going to Mattel in the early 90s mm-hmm. and just kind of puts that in perspective. Yeah. All right, we landed on probably one of the most iconic place that's on this wheel, and that's the Technodrome. From one giant sphere to, to another, another giant, giant sphere. sphere. Now, yeah, we've talked about this a lot, but like, how do we have this '90s place that not put at we least don't. a Technodrome we on here? We have to, and this is like 1990 on the. This dot. is 1990 like, this is on just... the dot. Playmates. I mean, what can we say about this? It's just iconic. Yeah. I mean, we've we've said everything about this place. It sets the the bar real high for the decades. Right. So like 1990. This thing comes out, and then it kind of shapes what everything after. Yeah. The tech. You look back and you think of childhood in the 80s and 90s. You're picturing the technology. Yeah. You had it. You knew someone who had it. You wanted it. It's just a part of everybody's life. And you didn't care that it was totally out of scale. <laughs> no one cared. All you got to do, like in my house, on my shelf, I have the Micro Mutants sitting on the Technodrome. Yeah. Perfect scale. Perfect scale. That's all you need. But yeah, an unbelievable place. That's so many it's, play features, but just even just take the play features out of yeah. it. Just visually look at just it. Just the vehicle just itself. look at it. Iconic. It looks so cool. Giant yeah. eyeball on top. Guns in every corner, just every inch of it. Giant tank treads, like this thing is sick looking. It's Dimension X weaponry at its finest. Yeah, so so cool. Crane came to win. Got the jail cell inside. Yes. Turtle in that boy. Got that computer screen with Windows ninety five booted up. It's <laughs> great. Got that little bed. Have your turtle take a nap on it if right. he wants to. Yeah, or shredder. I mean, you know, it's tough putting up with Krang all day. Well, yeah, Windows ninety five in nineteen ninety. Well, you, yeah, you know what I meant. Yeah, Krang was futuristic. <laughs> he was thinking. He was thinking I know. Of the future. Was yeah, I he's from Dimension X, Dave. He already had it. <laughs> you know. Windows Advanced. X. Yeah, Windows, Windows X. Windows XP. Like, he had wow. Windows Home XP, baby. Yeah, the Technodrome, in, you know, it takes, uh, it allows you co- to connect your sewer layer to it, right? So Via green the, pipes, yeah. yeah. They had the foresight to make like these, um, I don't know what you would call it, that opening on the one part big enough that you could yeah, the two hook it right up to the sewer. connect the two together. So you're taking arguably the best of the 80s play sets, you're yeah. connected to the best of the 90s play sets, and together you have these two things. Which that, wasn't the easiest thing to do to get your guys to go through that tube. You really had to crank your arm in there. <laughs> and get them to go from the sewer to the Technodrome or vice versa. It's like the world's most violent uh, water slide for your action Absolutely, figures. absolutely. But, I mean, it was it was cool foresight on Playmates' part there. Yeah, but, the, God, the Technodrome. Just picture the box art. Just the, oh, just the box. Just looking at the Technodrome. The box Man, is great. Unbelievable stuff. And you had the mintiest box Technodrome I've ever seen. I know. I feel like we've talked about it ad nauseum. But, oh, yeah, we love I mean, it. Just to, just to picture that box art yeah. playset itself, it's as good as it got. We were we in were, 1990. We were yeah. living the best of times back then. For sure. Playmates knocked it out of the park. And honestly, 
thinking about Turtles as a toy line, all the hundreds of figures yeah. that were created, all the many, 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 dozens and dozens of vehicles, they only made two play sets. They did, ever. yeah. Yeah. The sewer layer playset and the Technodrome playset. Right. They're like, we did so good we that we will never try again. There's no need. What else could they have made? Maybe a news off or April's office? I don't know. What would you make? Well, there was. Um, yeah, Channel 6 News. I mean, yeah. in 92, they tried to make that big, giant sewer layer around like the Secret of the Use movie. Oh, Remember yeah, that? yeah, yeah. There's prototype images of that. That thing would have been cool. And that thing was into scale. Because remember, like yes. the party wagon yeah. can like oh. this thing stood five feet tall. It was, I mean, it would have been insane. Hundreds of dollars to produce. Imagine it would have been the biggest turtles playset ever. Right. Um, but outside of that, yeah, I don't. I, can't I don't know of, what you would make. No, that's what they kind of shifted to uh, micro scale, and that's yeah. when they're just making everything smaller. Right. Instead well, of going sense. the opposite way and going big. Right. Yeah, All right. Once you make the Technodrome, you can just call it a career. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like we're good. We can't top it. All right. What do we got next, Turbo? Turbo, very American Gladiators-esque name. <laughs> right. Not to be confused with uh, American We Gladiators. landed on X-Men The Danger Room. Yeah. Uh, specifically, I was going with the Wolverine Combat Cave Danger Room. Uh, a little training center. It's like small, right? Yeah, very re- small. Yes, I remember this thing. Very interactive place that I had this. I had uh, it too. Uh, I think like a lot of kids had it, but also ninety four Toy Biz, much like the Daily Bugle. Uh, but it was it was cool. It was you had like a little pedestal in the middle. You could put Wolverine on it. Um, both of his feet could lock in the pegs, and then you it slid right and left. So you could slide it right and left, but it also had a little knob on it to spin to where Wolverine could oh, I have action. This. Yeah. Okay. So then everybody on the thing. on the one wall, like the main training this was like you know, the danger room was like where the X-Men trained. Yeah. So the one wall it was like a ball with like four, five or six like little other weapons on it that you could also control. So if you had your left hand controlling the Wolverine with the the sliding back and forth and the knob, your right hand could control this ball and it could also spin 360, and then there was like a dagger that could point up in and out through the middle. And it was very interactive little place that you put Wolverine in there, you played with it. And then the other wall, so that was like the wall on the right. The back wall had uh, like a fence mm-hmm. with like a sliding thing that could slide over, and it was like a picture of Magneto. Yeah. And you could spin Wolverine over and like punch the Magneto thing, and there was a whole, like a piece in there that popped out. So you could like punch it out. Then you could spin them all the way around behind them and punch the brick or attack the brick wall behind you. That also like fell out. So it was a very interactive playset. It was only a couple pieces, so you pop it back together. And I remember playing with it a lot, and it worked with other toy lines. I feel like J. Joe's go in there. Not that you could put them on the pedestal and play how you could with an X-Men figure, but mm-hmm. you could do a lot. They could train. Snake Eyes versus Magneto. Oh man! <laughs> what a battle! Oh, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't be very fair fight. Snake Eyes would be destroyed. His own sword would get bent right into yeah. his heart. Um, but um, this training ball looks deadly. It's got like a saw blade. What looks like a giant shark tooth. Okay. And like maybe a battering ram type thing on it. Yeah, th- it's, it's a pretty cool. Super iconic playset, and you know, all three of us said we thought we had it. Well, yeah. I mean, I know I had it. Yeah, Dave, yeah I had it. Had it looks it. very familiar to me. And it's you got to think like. The X-Men toys were everywhere. Every kid in the yeah. 90s had these things, whether they wanted them or not. You just ended up with them. 
So you think of all the figures, there really wasn't that many like iconic vehicles or playsets for that stuff. No. This was probably one of the first ones ever made. Yeah. And while it is small, it's super fun and, and playable. So Very playable. you don't forget it. Now the Wolverine that you're picturing putting in this thing, is he yellow and brown yes. or is he blue and yellow? Yellow and brown. Yeah. Yellow it's and that brown. first Wolverine. Yes. Yeah. The one that's the one that's the, the one where the mask on the comes off. Yeah, yeah. yeah where every one, kid lost the mask. Everyone had day. that figure with no mask. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think I really played. I think I played with the yellow and blue Wolverine more in the playset, mm -hmm. but I picture the other one with it because of the box art. Yeah, and that's well, the I one think at the time that it. that came out, that Wolverine was the only one that was out because at the same time there's that Wolverine cycle. You ever seen that? Yes, thing? yes. The motorcycle. Yeah, where the front of it's got that. Thing that flips and you can make it like Logan's face. Yeah, it's yeah. like why would he want? <laughs> why would he want that bike? Hey, if he's parked hey, in a professor, park, put my face on it. He's parked in a, in a parking lot of five hundred similar vehicles. He knows where his that is one at. has my face on it, so right. it must be mine. That's so like not Logan esque <laughs> at all. Yeah, you would never want that. But it's yeah, hilarious. The, the other, yeah, around that stage, so that was all on the back of the box. Actually, they had the mutant cycle. Magneto had like a little vehicle. They had a role play set for Magneto, a role play set for Wolverine, and then there was a similar room for Cyclops, which was like a little training center, danger okay. room, the Cyclops for light laser arena. eyes. Yeah. Not as iconic so, as Wolverine's. No, no, the Wolverine one. And I feel like that Wolverine one, the combat cave, was so, maybe it was the highest selling one, whatever it was, so important that other toy lines have cloned it, copied it, done something similar, because I feel like I've seen it with other toy lines, too, where... You've got that ball that attacks that you Probably fight with something else. Mm -hmm. And that same type of sliding mechanism and just different art and slightly different things. Yeah, it being small, too, uh, lower price point. Yeah, so it's to totally produce. affordable for a parent. Yeah. Like, there's no way that thing was more than 10 bucks. And if you bought it at KB, it was probably 5 bucks. It yep. was small, not as huge financial commitment as a Technodrome that's $50 or Castle Grayskull. Buy this little thing, and it's just as fun. And mm -hmm. like you said, Dave, you could use other figures with it, so... Super iconic and totally deserving to be on the 90s list. And, and yeah, another reason what I loved about this playset is because it was so simple, but you could do so much with it. And it actually made sense. It actually worked. Like You could actually play with your toy in the playset how it's designed to be played with, mm -hmm. as opposed to like you just having to use your imagination. Yeah. Right. Like, wow, I'm actually just, the actions make sense with this set. And right. If I can punch all, I can slide Magneto over and spin and try to punch and like time punch it up. Punch his torso out. It's like you're trying to time it where you slide Magneto, spin Wolverine, and attack all in the same motion. Like you're actually practicing yourself with playing with your toys. It was fun. I know we brought Karate Fighters up already, but... Yeah. This is a perfect time playing with this playset. Probably refine your skills. By the time Karate Fighters came out, oh, in the you late were 90s, ready. You were like top dog. You're like, you're like I've been using this combat cave for five years. <laughs> I'm a win. I'm betting money on my Karate Fighter fights. <laughs> Sounds like we in the lunchroom. We're gonna need to put a Karate Fighters episode uh, on the timeline. Karate too. Fighters is very iconic we and very could, 90s. Yeah. It's just that gray area. Is it a Board game? Is it an action figure? Is it a playset? What is it? Is it, it everything all encompassing? I think encompassing? it's technically a board game. I would but say game, yeah. Yeah, so I next think, time we do a board game episode. I think it just needs to be its own episode. Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. I could bring my childhood karate fighters in and we could just have a tournament. Let's do yeah. it. That sounds like a video podcast <laughs> all right All right, there. back to Turbo, baby. All right, here she goes. I got a couple left, huh? Yeah. We are on 
Mighty Max Skull Mountain. Okay, so this is a little different because it's a micro playset. Right. But even then, Skull Mountain is huge for the world of Mighty Max because Skull Mountain itself is like, it has to be, what, 11, 12 inches it's tall? It's pretty tall, yeah. Skull Mountain is just visually so cool. And it's Mattel, right? So it's 1992 Mattel. And it's funny it's Mattel because when I think of Mattel toys, I think of He-Man. Yes. First and foremost. And you think of He-Man, you think of Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain. And you th- Skull Mountain kind of takes the aesthetic of Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain and like kind of blends them together yeah. into this one super badass looking playset. Super sweet looking. And it opens, so it's a giant playset for Mighty Max, and it is very similar to Castle Grayskull, where you're going to open it, right? So it's two-sided, and it opens, and then you've got all these play features on the inside. It's just for an action figure that, you know, Mighty Max is so tiny. What is he, an inch? An if inch, even, yeah. he's so small. So you can pack a ton of detail and playability into this really micro playset. Um, not one I had in the nineties, like I didn't collect mighty max, right? but now as an adult man buying and selling toys all the time, every time I see a skull mountain, I'm like, I'm taking that home. I'm like, so tempted to take it home. Did you guys have, or did you remember seeing mighty max in the nineties? I remember seeing it. I remember having some of the smaller sets, never had this one. Yeah, dude. Skull I would have mountain, loved to have skull this. Skull mountain is sick. Yeah. Skull mountain. I, I, mighty max was the one toy line where I wanted to get into it. Mm-hmm. It looked really cool. It was appealing. I was kind of on the older, older side, so it wasn't necessarily like a toy that I, I grew up with. Yeah, no, but I, it was I get like that. the 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 commercials and everything. And then I remember being in the store and being like, "All right, I'm gonna buy Mighty Max." Like I went to the store to buy it, and I just remember seeing how small everything was. <laughs> and you're like, "Wait!" <laughs> and I was what? like looking at it, and I had I don't know if it was Skull Mountain specifically, but just Mighty Max playset. But I remember Skull Mountain being sweet, and that's what made me want to get into the Mighty mm-hmm. Max. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at a Hasbro for less money, and I'm like, "All right, I can get two Hasbros for the same price as this little tiny thing that I'm probably gonna lose." Yeah, right. give me the two Hasbros. Yeah, a, a micro line like Mighty Max. The playsets are the stars. Yes. More so than the figure because the figures are so tiny. Right. Yeah. Right? Like we're we grew up in the eighties where everything was big. Huge, yeah. LJNs weigh five pounds and right. destroy toaster ovens and swimming yeah, pools absolutely. and they're humongous. <laughs> and that's what we're used to playing with. So the idea of getting this little itty bitty thing in your hand. I don't even know how you would necessarily play with a Mighty Max. He's so I small. I guess you just use all the features that are built in, right? Right. The playset is the Yeah, star. the playset is, yeah, absolutely. I think that's where we would have to, like, like if I had, like, sisters. Like, you had sisters. Uh-huh. So if they had Polly Pockets, you'd have to, like, learn from them on how you play with Mighty Max. Yeah, it's right. just a different type of play. It's yes. not a play yeah. we grew up with. Um, so visually, I love the looks of them. I love the colors. The red, the black, the purple. Comes with the orange dragon. But how do you not look at this thing and just think Castle Grayskull? I mean, right? yeah. You're when thinking it's open, well it's got the, tr- the mouth is the door yes. that comes in. It's yep. got the shelves like in the same spot. Mm. It has a few different like features, but it's very, very similar. Just a micro scale version. Uh, more tricked out. Beautiful paint. I-, I love the set. Probably why it appealed to me and made me want to get into Mighty Max. Yeah. It just looks... It, if you had Skull Mountain, if you were going to collect it, mm-hmm. how would you display it? That's a question that could be oh, used for Castle Grayskull as well. Open or close. Is it open where you kind of get the whole scope of yeah. the inside? Or is it shut because you want that front face with that iconic 
skull looking I'd face on it. Well, I You'd can tell you personally, my Castle Grey Skull now is shut. Mm-hmm. But really because I just don't have the space to like have everything open. Yeah. And I love the front of it. So, yeah, it would probably be shut with like the figures on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you get something super cool and iconic like Skull Mountain, Snake Mountain, Castle Grey Skull, you almost want to because you want to show oh, yeah. both features Man, of it. Man, if, if you had yeah. unlimited real estate, absolutely. That's why I think, I think Snake Mountain is the perfect play set because it's me- I think it's best displayed open. Yeah. From the outside, because when it's open from the outside, you attach that drawbridge. Oh, you get the bridge. It attaches the two. So yeah. you see the face, you see the microphone, you see the bridge. That actually works, like yeah. Like Mattel, I thought that was like the optimal. Yeah. But playability-wise, you got to show the inside. I don't yeah. know. Skull Mountain's super cool. I uh, haven't cool. had one in a while, so maybe next time I get one, I might. Well, hey, we've home. talked about it. Now we will walk yeah, in the door that's today. That's true, yeah. I sold a Mighty Max Dragon Island yesterday. Oh, Dragon Island's that great. Was, we were looking through all the features of that. That's another super cool playset. Yeah. Mighty but, Max could be its own episode. Yeah. All right, let's spin this wheel. How many we got left? Three. Two. Oh, three left? Yeah, we each have one. We each have one, yeah. Oh, Turbo, dispersing things nicely today. Yeah. Appreciate it. And we are ending on the Crash Test Center. Oh, baby. Okay. Crash so, dummies, baby. Yeah, this is 1991 Tyco. And anyone who's familiar with Crash Test Dummies should know this playset because this is like where all the action happens. Yeah. This is the Crash Test Center. It's like the headquarters where crashing is happening right. at, this, at this playset. You're supposed to crash here. I, I love the Crash Dummies uh, Crash Test Center. We have it at home. Yeah, um, and it's super fun to play with, but it's an action figure line meant to be destroyed. We've talked about it a million mm-hmm. times. The vehicles shatter into a million pieces. The figures explode like a putty getting hit in the chest. Right, every limb of their body explodes, and the playset is very similar to that. It's got all sorts of different features, um, but the one feature that's the best is Dave was talking about how the combat cave had like that brick wall. Yeah. Crash Test Center. Giant brick wall that you are meant to take your crash dummy car and hurdle it, (laughs) throw it as hard as you can through this wall. The wall shatters. The car shatters. Just so fun. So playable. Picture taking your WWF Hasbros, going to the Crash Dummies Crash Test Center, and having a hardcore match years before hardcore matches existed. You could definitely have a match on this playset. Oh, yeah. Just take your nails figure. Big Boss Man could... Corporal oh, punishment yeah. at the Crash Dummies Crash Test Center. Throw them head first through the, through the brick wall. The brick wall. <laughs> what other features does it have other than the brick wall? Oh, it's got all sorts There's of features. So much stuff. Yeah, it's got like this little area where you can kind of work on the cars and the figures themselves. There's just lots of fun stuff. There's a um, so there's the wall that like explodes, and then there's this other wall. I don't even know how you describe it. It's like. The impact zone? The impact zone. Yeah, it's kind of got like what looks like a front bumper of a car, but there's like some give to it, and you're meant to like shatter your vehicle into that wall, and that's going to explode the car. Like like Tommy Boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to explode. Okay, yeah. Now now that I'm talking about it, I'm thinking about it. It's like the one wall is meant to throw your car through the wall and destroy (coughs) the wall. The other wall is meant for you to shove your car into it and destroy your car. It's testing the impact ability of the car. And you know, stick the Callahan your, Auto brake pads. Yes, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Put your crash dummy in there, strap him in real tight, and then the seat ejects out, and he goes flying, and he goes headfirst into the wall. <laughs> then he explodes. Right. There's commercials 
obviously there's commercials for pro- almost all these play sets, but the Crash Dummies Crash Test Center playset makes it look like the most fun time you're ever going to have. It comes and it ain't every, a lie, man. Every accessory you need for a car, this comes with it. Yeah, it, there's a lots of bits and pieces to yeah. it, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a toy line that not a lot of people talk about. I feel like we always find a way every six months to sneak in some Crash Yeah, dummies. we have to. It's as fun and as you think of play sets, you're thinking playability, you're picturing sitting cross-legged on the floor till your legs fall asleep yes. with your toys. This is one of those play sets that it's going to, you know, your, your legs are going to have a tingle in them before yeah, there's you're Yeah, so, there's so much to do on this yeah, set. Yeah, there's just lots to do. And, yeah, any action figure line scales pretty well. Turtles can hang out here. Yeah. Dick Tracy can oh, hang out oh, here. Oh, Dick Tracy Wolverine can, can hang up. out here. Yeah. Everybody can Once hang out here. Once he's done training, he can drive on over. Anybody in a sick whip, Wolverine on this on be- his face <laughs> motorcycle. motorcycle, his own face on the front. <laughs> I need some work done, guys. Face first into that brick wall. Shattered. Test it out. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, right. super fun. We got two left. Two left. Let's go. I'm done, baby. I'm sitting back. You're, you're home free. I'm sitting back and chilling. All right, we landed on Batman, the animated series, Bat Cave. Let's go. I got to pull All up right. a picture because there are so many Bat Caves That's, well, from funny. the 90s. So technically, this one is the Bat Cave Command Center okay. playset. So nothing more 90s than throwing a command center in the title. Oh, yeah. Your playset isn't a true playset unless right. there's four words in And the this name. is Kenner in 1993. And this is basically the 89 Batman playset rehashed again. You know, oh yeah, okay. yeah. They, they use they it just for Batman. This thing yeah, they really use year. it for Batman Returns, and now they're using it for the animated series. It's, I mean, it's got all the same stuff. It even has the, uh, like the catwalk with the vat of chemicals from the very first movie still on it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's the exact same playset repainted. It comes with a fresh set of stickers though okay. to kind of tie it into the animated series, so you can have those characters represented. But, I mean, it's cool. The, the front of it is Wayne Manor, which, I mean, doesn't look anything like the show, but, I mean, it gets the job done. <laughs> when it opens up, it, it's it, very cool. it, it holds a lot. Up. Or yeah. It takes up a lot of room, right? Because there's yeah. like three or four panels to it. And it's got, um, you know, straight up from 89 Batman, Bruce's little chair with the computer screen. Sweet. Yeah, yeah it's lots sweet. of play. Like if if you didn't buy this playset for the first movie and if you didn't buy it for Batman Returns, you definitely bought it for the animated series. So the Batcave Command Center from Batman Returns kind of has like that tan hue to the yes, front of it. Yeah. And then the animated series version, they kind of what purple and it's gray. It's got a lot more purple tones. and gray. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Figures sold separately or did it come with Figures sold separately. No, yeah, it didn't come with um, any All of these pretty much were figures sold separately. Yeah. Yes. Uh, one we'll be talking about next. <laughs> There's one that comes with an iconic figure uh, in a minute. But my yeah. favorite feature of this, though, was like the garage door that you could drive the Batmobile through mm-hmm. underneath. I love that. Um, and it when, just it, a great and play when set. the playset is open, you yeah. can drive the whole car through, in yes. theory. Yes, when it's open, the whole yeah. car through. Yeah. And it's cool because cool. it had play features on one side and it had play features on the other side. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot to do with this set. Yeah. And that was Kenner, right? That was Kenner, yeah. 1993 Kenner. Yeah, that's awesome. But I mean, yeah. You got to talk Batman the animated series at least for a moment. There were so oh, many my toys. Gosh. Yes, that tied Batmobile. To Batman was his oh. own own thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love that like, show. Like bigger than DC itself yes. in the 90s. It's, Batman was was his own thing. I would say Batman still is. Like 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Specifically yeah. in the toy space. For sure. Like, if you walked in the toy store in the 90s and you wanted DC, we're talking 90% of it is Batman. And yeah. then there yes. might be some Justice League something. Yeah. Or maybe a Superman. There'll be at one Superman time. toy. And yeah, it's you're right. All, just one. It's all Batman, baby. <laughs> all Batman, Batman was everything, man. Yeah. yeah. When that show was out, that show was like the first kind of like cartoon that had like a dark tone for kids. Yeah. Like a serious you know, grounded to earth kind of Batman. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. holds up. I mean, it's oh, a show I could watched still watch by it today. adults to this yeah, day. It's yeah. great. Like it still holds up even at your older age from a kid to now. Yeah. And McFarland just now finally started dipping his toe into the yeah. animated series stuff. So you'll see all that DC multiverse, yeah. high end Batman animated series and that iconic, you know, style packaging with the logo looks oh, super cool, logo. man. Looks what a really, theme song that show had. Oh my gosh. Cool. Oh yeah. That yeah. great show, loved it. I was like, come home from school, yes, throw on Batman the animated series, and I think Animating X either came on before or after. Right. And so it was just a great WB baby. Yeah, WB great, great <laughs> man. Great. All right, one more. We got one more, one more. so we're gonna spin just because we like to. We're, we're, we are ending with a banger, and we're ending with that has to be the last. This is the perfect the old, one to like end the on. The newest of. Yes. Yeah, but this is the great one to end on. And this is the WWF Titan Tron playset. That's right. 1999 Jax. What a. Like, this is like really the first playset for wrestling. Like, we had rings. Yes. But that was it. But this. This changed this the game. This was interactive. It is 100% the first playset for wrestling figures. Yeah. Like. And so we talked last week in the Hasbro episode about playing theme songs with our mouth. You play the theme song <laughs> with your mouth. Yeah. By this point in the Attitude Era, we're talking 1999. CDs are out, baby. Yeah, we had we're, volumes of the music. Yeah, there's like WF the Music Volume Full Metal, four, is that what the first Full one? Metal. There was several CDs at this point out. Yeah. And you could play, like, if, if you were super into... Which we were. We were. You would put a song on as your guy was walking out through Absolutely. the CD. You had the little boom box next to you as mm-hmm. you played. Yep. And you would reenact your match with your bone crunchers. Mm-hmm. But now we're talking Titan Tron, guys. So they're taking the bone crunchers and they're making them harder plastic. Yeah, there's pretty they're, much a relaunch. They've made every wrestler you could possibly make yeah. as a bone cruncher. In like a two and a half, three yeah. year span. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. And now the Titan Tron, guys. So they're coming out with a new style figure. But what makes this the selling point is they got a little chip in their foot, mm-hmm. a little metal chip in their foot, and you, you buy this Titan Tron playset that comes with a figure. It comes with Mr. Vince McMahon himself. Yeah, not, Jacked up not brother. Vince McMahon interviewer no, can't move his body, right. Vince McMahon, with a microphone molded in his hand. This is Mr. McMahon yes. in a gray suit, no tie. Ready to take every stunner you can dish his way. Yes. Take them horribly. And this this stage <laughs> set up, put their foot on the Titan Tron. Yeah. And it would play their theme, like a snippet of their, ple- their, their theme song as you'd get ready to go. You would just have to walk to the ring as quick as possible. Prior to this thing, you had to, I like made my own entrance yeah. stage. For I did years. too. Yeah. Like the old, like the science board, that yes. cardboard yep. science board. Yep. Dude, I made I made them for Hasbro's. I had them for my bone crunchers. Uh-huh. I remember like early '97 when like the look of Raw changes and there's that giant screen now, like mm-hmm. Titan Tron. The Titan Tron. Yes. Like before that, there was no Titan Tron. No. So yeah, I made a new one of those, and I had my whole setup, dude, like all of it. But yeah, so what year is this? Jax makes this '99. Yes. 99. Yeah. So like three, four years prior. If you wanted an entrance thing, you had to make it yourself yeah. until this thing comes out. Yes. And then it comes out, but 
I remember when Titan Trons first came out, I hated them. Yeah. I did yeah. not like those figures. You could, couldn't play with them very well, much like the... Like, you have better matches with the Bone Crunchers. Yeah, I'm like, For I've sure. invested years of my life into these Bone Crunchers, right. man. I've got, like, the deepest roster ever. Now, now they you want, want me to switch. start over? Yeah. And the first ones were ugly before Real Scan came Ooh, out. For yeah. sure. Good looking. And as an iconic as that stage is, it has those, however many, is it 12? I think Tracks. So. I feel like it. It's like, once you have those 12 and any new figure comes out, there's their theme isn't loaded on this thing. Right. It's not connected to the internet. So it's like, what are you what are you gonna do with this? Yeah. Well didn't they release with the guys when they came out, wasn't there like a I don't know if it was a sec there was at one point a way that you could get other songs onto the Titan Tron. I don't remember how. If there was, it was way later. It might have been like the second edition or something. Yeah. Like a little chip you I, would plug in or something? Something. It might have been like a yeah. I'm picturing like a card or something that you Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was cool at the start because you had Stone Cold and Taker and yeah, DX. All the big hits. All the big hits. But once you get past that, what are you going to do? Yeah, right. But it was, it as cool was as the Kane. sound feature is, you still had just the fact that you had it. it. You didn't have to have the yeah, sound. Right. Yep. With the lights mm-hmm. um, and everything. Yeah, because the lights lit up, too. When you put yeah. the guys on there, they, it lit up real cool. But yeah, the guys was Kane, Undertaker, Stone Cold, Rock, Gangrel. Yeah, banging Ro- song. Road Dog, X Pac, Vince McMahon, Mankind, and then I just had a WWF, which was like generic. For if you put, anyone if you else. put a guy that yeah. wasn't one of them, it, did it play song a song for. when that logo? It came played. Out? I thought it played like. I think that was the Raw song. I thought it played like a Raw song. Oh yeah, it probably like played like the Raw's War song. Yeah, yeah. It, cool. I mean, what a way to end the '90s, <sighs> though. Like. Yes. Raw is war playset. It's Wrestling is peaking. It's popular. Yeah, Attitude Era, baby. We're at the end of the 90s, and man, there couldn't be a better way to end it than the Raw's war stage. Yeah. And from them, Jax makes all sorts of stuff in the subsequent years. There's Crazy lots things. of stages made. There's been like backstage environments made yeah. for wrestling yeah. figure yeah. playsets. So this is the first wrestling playset, but there's been lots of them since. And and I almost put on the playlist on the on this list, but it came out. It says '99, but it nobody has record of it until 2000. Was the Nitro Arena? That oh, I remember that. Nitro Arena was awesome. So that was like a playset as well because it had their stage with like a catwalk, and then the yes. ring. You know, if you yeah. had your ring and connect to that. So it definitely. Both companies were trying to come up with the playset version for it. Titantron hit hit shelves first. Or yeah, I mean it's the first time in a decade or longer where wrestling's like big. Yeah, because yeah. the whole Hasbro era, maybe Series One wrestling's pretty big. Yes, but every year wrestling's dipped, and yes. then the start of Bone Crunchers, wrestling's not hot. But by this point, wrestling is like the most popular show on cable TV. Yes. One of the most popular shows on television. toys are flying off the shelves companies are investing money they're like what can we make make the stage make this make everything yes and now yeah it's not uncommon aw has figures and there's stages for that and yeah mattel's made different stages they crowdfund all sorts of random nitro stage they tried to crowdfund it (laughs) yeah they'll make anything if if they can i wanted it they can find a base for it they're gonna make it yeah it all starts with the now entering the titantron boy yeah they did say that to the voices now entering the titantron yes yeah yeah it was it was the fink the, was it Fink? Was it? Uh, maybe not. In my head, it was Fink. I feel it, like it, to me, yeah. it just sounded like a generic. It was a generic guy, but it was Fink. Come on, we all <laughs> we all pretended it was Fink. 
And then, um, yeah, me, I used to ring announce the guys too. So it, it did everything for you. It was perfect. And yeah, I remember yeah. taking other places. You said science sports. I took other places. I think I told the story about like Ewok Village mm-hmm. being part of like an entrance and just other playsets were ramps and things that you yeah. just made an entrance out of. Yeah. And you used your wrestlers with those. So yeah, this was sweet. Awesome to have. And one thing that I did with the Titan Tron is I would put it on like a shoebox to elevate it. Okay. And then have like a ramp. Yeah. To come for the guys to actually walk down towards the ring right. because of the stage. So then when they would come up and they would do the move, because back then, I mean, Shane McMahon was falling off stuff. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Got thrown off the Titan Tron. Oh, man. Like, getting thrown off the Titan Tron was a thing. So yeah, uh-huh. you get up there and then you got this shoebox elevating the Titan Ooh, Tron. Yeah, that's your big finish right there. Off of was, yeah. uh, that's a long fall. It was a big fall, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I think a perfect way to end it is a Titan it Tron, is. right, guys? Absolutely. So we covered Technodrome 1990 all the way to 99 with the Titan Tron stage yeah. and a lot of stuff in between. So, yeah, lots of fun. Next week, though, guys, we're switching things up a little bit. We're going to talk about something we've never talked about before. No, and it's actually a pretty good segue with what you were just talking about a couple minutes ago about how popular wrestling was. Mm. We'll tie into next week's episode. We will, well. and we'll tell you guys about it in just a second. All right, guys, we're back next week. What are we talking about, Dave? What are we doing next week? Well, next week is the first week of February. It mm-hmm. is. So the second Sunday in February every year is a, the most watched event in the history of television ever. Puppy Bowl. Single puppy year. Bowl's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Super Bowl. So it is. The Sunday before, well, the Monday before the Super Bowl, we're going to talk about, we're not going to talk about. Super Bowl foods like last year. We're no. not going to talk Aren't about you guys in your barbecue weenies. Dude, I love me some once, barbecue once weenies. Once barbecue weenies done, I'm like, we're never doing this again. <laughs> Man. <laughs> we're not going to talk about football toys. No. Nope. We're going to talk about Super Bowl commercials. And oh. there is a lot of them. That's going to be fun. We, so many good ones. So many memories. So many just pop culture changing events. And I mean, hey, we talked about the Titantron, WWF. Super Bowl commercial was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And they even created an event off of it. That's how popular it was with yeah. time heat. So. Yeah. So people have Super Bowl parties. I think next week, let's have a Super Bowl commercial party, guys. Ooh, all right. Invite let's some do action it. figures with us. Yeah. All right. All it's right. going to be a party next week. Welcome to the Toy Cat. Toy Cat. You up the Super Soakers for the Time Blast. Time Blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch pad. It's the Time Blast. Time Blast. Toy, toy Cat. We know the facts well, straight out the half shell. Bringing that TGRI in the landfill. Yeah. Three Caballeros on the move, no duck bill. Cause they're the right brothers to take flight. It's so real. real. Every time last guaranteed to cover that. Uh. Be kind of rewind like Blockbuster back. Yeah. Got reviews, have you looking for the red flag? And bigger noses than Mark Summers on the show hand, so get your notepad, we talking about collectibles, your error to the seal, know the value is exceptional, uh, as it can be from TV to the VHS, yeah. Power Rangers, Star Wars, yeah. He-Man, Playsets, yeah. Transformers, G.I. Yeah. Joe with Destro, yeah. Light Brights with the glow, power from Nintendo. Nintendo, so many toys you will never know, never know. welcome to ToyCast, here we go. 
This episode of the Time Blaster Toycast was produced and hosted by Dave Harbison, Joe D'Alessandro, and me, Keith Libra. We record live to tape from my shop, Time Blaster Toys, in Westland, Michigan. This episode was mixed and edited by Joe. Our theme song is by our pal, the talented Mark Cooper. Follow us on Instagram, at Time Blaster Toys, and YouTube, at Time Blaster Toycast. If you have a question, comment, or idea for our show, you can contact us via the Time Blaster Toy Line at 734-494-2292 or via email at timeblastertoys at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see everyone next week.